Prince Remembered from The Current. You're listening to The Current and NPR News broadcasting live together from Paisley Park. Prince bringing us together. It's good. It's good really thing. good. It's Jim McGuinn, Andrew Swenson, and Tom Weber. And we just heard the ballad of Dorothy Parker. A song from Sign of the Times. That was one of Andre Simone's requests to play. And he had left the band years earlier, but he, uh, he told me off air that um, he remembers Prince calling him up to go over to his house and playing him Sign of the Times. And, and mm. so they, they, they were still hanging out, even though they weren't working together at that point in the uh, yeah. mid-1980s. And we are joined right now for this break with Donna Granis from Third Eye Girl. Hi. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and we're going to hear a whole hour from you on The Current tonight at 9 o'clock. We're giving you the keys, letting <laughs> you take over yeah. yes. and drive the radio station uh, for an hour. Um, but we're so happy that you're here now. And, you know, we had Andre, who was really the, the first bandmate of Prince's yeah. from the late 70s on. And you one of his last mm-hmm. bandmates. And, uh, you know, it, is there a way for you to en- encapsulate that experience, those years that you had together just life-changing yeah transformative um something i'm so grateful for it was the experience of a lifetime how are you doing today (laughs) um well you know there's a whole a whole mix of emotions that i'm feeling absolutely um but in keeping things positive on my drive over i was listening to the current and listening to your playlist and your guitar playlist yeah which, uh, you know, just hearing that music really does give me so much joy and it, it makes me feel so good. And I think it makes so many people all around the world feel good, you know, and comforted to, to hear that amazing music. Donna, you spent so much time inside this building that we're outside of right now, Paisley Park, yeah. not just putting on shows, which I was very lucky to be in attendance for yeah. quite a few of, but rehearsing long hours with Prince. And I'm wondering, what is it like for you now to know that this building is full of people who love Prince, that the, there's an event happening, that it's very much alive again? Yeah, it, it's great because um, I, I think that his vision was always for Paisley Park to remain um, you know, a very musical space and a very creative space. Uh, I'm really happy to see that that's continuing on. Yeah. Because there's a lot of questions, right? There's a lot of questions about whether we're doing this right, right? Is this what Prince would have wanted, the way you open the museum, the way we do a re-release this song or that song? Yeah. So it's just a lot of questions that, well, I guess we don't really have a way of answering in some way. Well, we, we do know that... Um, a celebration was held at Paisley Park mm-hmm. in uh, 20, I believe it was. A couple of them, 2000, 2000 2001, yeah. and 2002. It was called Xenophobia, right. but similar format. That's right. And uh, he was always preparing Paisley Park as, you know, part of his legacy. Um, and during the time that, uh, that I was with him, um, as a member of Third Eye Girl, Almost every weekend in the summertime, the park would be open for for fans to come in and enjoy. I mean, there were the after parties, uh, dance parties, Mm -hmm. concerts, uh, listening sessions, and, uh, you know, that took place all the time. So, and, and it really, you know, it always felt to me like the heartbeat of the building was just, um, all of the music, you know, that was taking place. Like you could walk through the building on any given day. Judith Hill would be in the NPG uh, room. Third Eye Girl would be rehearsing in the soundstage. 
Marcus, Adrian, BK, the horn section from the MPGs would be working on arrangements in the studio. You know, Joshua would be working on a mix, and that is just so, so cool. Yeah. You know? One of the things that uh, I was struck by when I would be here at, a, at an event is that Prince played, and the bands all played to a level, whether there were 50 people here or whether you were playing in front of 50,000 people. Absolutely. I mean, he just seemed to, to bring it and that the joy was in performance in front of an audience, but it almost didn't matter the size of the audience. It mattered what was going on on stage and that there was something being communicated to someone out there. A hundred percent. I mean, even when there was no audience <laughs> except for <laughs> just the musicians on stage, I yeah. mean, there were times where, you know, we'd play funk jams for like 20, 20 30 minutes and just you know, at certain points when the music moves you, you just shout out or you laugh or you, you know, it, it just moves you in such a way that's so special. Um, yeah. But yeah, even with nobody there, we had a blast. Yeah, It's such yeah. an interesting dynamic. I've always found that interesting dynamic because there's always the element of I'm practicing versus I'm actually doing the thing. And, you know, if it's just a practice, right, I'll kind of, I know, I know what to do. And then when it's for real, I'll really... Right. Jam it hard. Well, I think that, you know, the idea that was kind of instilled in us was uh, you can practice at home, but once you're on stage, even if you're rehearsing, you're playing, you've got to play your best. You know what I mean? You've got to bring it all the time. So, um, yeah, I think the mindset was always give it like you would in a performance, you know? I presume that's informed your career since then even as well, your work ethic and all of that. Oh, absolutely. Can you share a little bit about what you've been working on in the last year? Yes. Um, so I, I moved to Uptown, Minneapolis, yeah. uh, about six months ago. And uh, I've started a new, a new band uh, featuring JT Bates on drums, uh, Brian Nichols on keys, Cody McKinney, on bass and a fantastic tabla player from New York City. Uh, her name is Sufala. And uh, prior to, to playing with Prince, I had a uh, jazz fusion trio, instrumental trio. And then um, the last group that uh, I was jamming in with Prince was sort of like a funk fusion group. Right. Mono Neon on bass. And we really, you know, stretched out a lot of funk songs to some really, you know, took them to some really in interesting places. And uh, what I'm doing now is is sort of like an electric jazz thing. So kind of continuing on in, in uh, you know, influenced by all of those things. Have you or, or Third Eye Girl as a whole had a role? Have you been part of whatever this has become in terms of figuring out how to present Paisley Park? to the audience? I mean, at some point, the people who run Graceland, right, they had to come in and they're like, mm -hmm. well, we don't, how are we going to do this? I don't know. What do you do? You grab a bunch of consultants. I don't know what you <laughs> do when you open a museum. Were you ever part of that? Were you ever part of the, the visioning for what Paisley Park should be today? Um, my, my partner, Trevor Guys, has been very instrumental in that. And uh, there are people who, close to Prince as well who um, have actually you know, over the years received uh, direction on, you know, e even working so closely with him, you get a, you, you very quickly get an idea of what he likes and what he doesn't like <laughs> in all things. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in graphic design, you know, in photography, in fashion, 
in how to light a show as well as, you know, in, pl in playing music. Um, so, you know, I, I think there are, there are people who have been speaking on the panels, mm -hmm. um, you know, over these four days who really have, have had those experiences and, and can speak, you know, about, yeah. about what, what he likes, what he liked and what he, you know, he didn't like. And <laughs> Definitely one of the common themes we've heard on those panels are, is, is the fact that Prince brought the best out in everyone that he worked with. Absolutely. And, and it didn't matter if you were his chef or his, you know, art second director. guitar player or, or, yep. or art director. So you're going to be playing on um, Sunday here. Yes. Uh, members of Third Eye Girl plus New Power Generation, kind of a little all-star jam. Yeah. And, and how does it feel to come back and play here? It, it feels amazing to be playing music, especially with the MPG family. Yeah. Um, last night, Ida Nielsen and Liv Warfield and I were at the Dakota, and oh. uh, Shelby was playing, and she just was phenomenal. Um, There's just a lot of music happening in town. There is a lot of music, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I got to... Uh, you know, jump on up on stage for a song, and it just felt so good. Sweet. Aww. Yeah. It's Donna Granis from uh, Third Eye Girl, and now from the Donna Granis Band. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you're listening to The Current at NPR News, broadcasting live together at Paisley Park. And we're going to uh, play a couple songs and then sort of split back up. That's right. Split out The Current But it's been a news. great hour, Jim. I the two of you have to head in. You, you're doing panels. Yeah, we're about yes. to go. I'm going to talk to the revolution. And, uh, I'm interviewing photographers from throughout Prince's career. Very that's excited. That's awesome. So you guys enjoy your day, and yep. I've enjoyed... This hour as well. And Donna, before uh, we step away, we're going to go into uh, Pretzel Body Logic, uh, yes. one of the songs from Third Eye Girls' release with Prince. And maybe you want to set this up and tell us about it? Pretzel Body Logic. Um, when I think of that song, I, I think back to uh, recording it in Studio C, which is now the Purple Rain Room. And uh, we were set up to play live. So... You know, it was very much uh, a pretty raw thing, you know. Um, we were recording all the time, um, learning things very quickly and, and recording them, you know, pretty much immediately or even after, you know, playing a song through sometimes once. Um, so I think back to to that time and, and being in the studio and, and playing and... Uh, and I also think about recording backup vocals for this song because we had a lot of fun in the studio <laughs> doing that. Um, but it's, you know, I, I think this song gives, uh, you know, everybody in the group a, a chance to, to really shine. And, and it's a rocker, so we had a lot of fun with it. All right, let's hear it now. It is, uh, thanks to Donna for coming by. Thank it's Pretzel so Body Logic, it's Third Eye Girl and Prince on The Current and NPR News.